Hello everybody and welcome back to the Bible and Faith podcast. I am so glad that you are here. Today I'm really excited to have my best friend Jojo here. Jojo, how are you? Hi, I'm good thanks. How are you? I am good, thank you. Jojo and I have known each other since we were one year old, so (laughs) nearly 17 and a half years now. And we've grown up in the same church and in the same town. We've also gone to the same Christian camps. So today we thought it would be great to talk about our experiences on Christian summer camps and why they've been such a great part of our lives. Just so this doesn't get confusing, um, the camps we've been to are called Casterton and Madewell. So if you hear us using those words, they're just the camps we've gone to. We went to Casterton from the ages of 11 to 13, I think, and Madewell from the ages of 14 to now. So, Jojo, to kick off, what is your favourite part of camp? Or if you have multiple, you can go with multiple. Okay, I'm going to go with multiple. So, (laughs) I mean, like, the Bible teaching is amazing, obviously, but I also really like the social aspect of it. Um, And I have to mention theme night. It's basically, is it the last night? I think it's the last night. Yeah. Um, Yeah, well, we all, like, dress up to the theme of the camp. Um, and we have like uh, Kaylee and dances and um, really good food and yeah it's just a lot of fun so that obviously has to be mentioned it's just amazing (laughs) Um, and yeah and then I really enjoy the uh, dorm time and like uh, dorm studies I feel that's really good as well Um, because it's just a more intimate setting and I really like that. Yeah I I completely agree I I love all the Bible teaching and stuff. And I think what makes it particularly special, obviously this differs depending on what camps you go to, but just the people, like some of my best friends, I only see like once or twice a year. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so great that we can have such strong friendships, even when we don't see each other very often, which is why camp is so cool. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So what do you think is like one of the best things you've learned from camp? It doesn't have to be particularly specific, like a specific talk or Bible study or anything. Although if you do have a better memory than me, then go with that. (laughs) Um, But just like anything general that you've learned. Um, yeah, I haven't, I can't remember like a specific time. Like if you ask me at a later date, it'll probably all come flooding back to me. Um, actually I do have one thing, um, that I actually used in a Bible study today that I did with a friend, um, who's actually become a Christian over lockdown, which has been really great to see. So, um, we were doing Genesis this week and, um, one of the questions was like, why was, um, like the word created in the first place? And I had that a few years ago on camp. So I asked my dorm leader and she replied for the glory of God. Um, and like, I've been thinking about that a bit recently and like, I still have like loads of questions surrounding it, yeah. but, uh, yeah, it's been, it, that was really helpful, I think for, um, for that time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I remember one of my favourite talks was, I want to say 2018, although don't quote me on that because I'm not entirely sure. We had a talk in the evening and they used the imagery of opticians and us like needing clear sight. And mm. and as somebody who's had glasses for pretty much their whole life, I don't know, <laughs> it just really stuck in my brain because the imagery that they use really resonated with me. And it was about mm. like how we don't have clear sight until we're following Jesus or something like that, something along those lines. Mm. And yeah, I think but- that was probably the same talk where they burnt a five pound note. And they were like, you just saw that, but no one's going to believe you. 
Oh yeah, I, I forgot remember. about that. I can't really remember what the entire point of it was, but that no. came out in the brain. <laughs> it was a good call though because we both remembered it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so now I'd love to chat a bit about the infamous Camp High and then the Camp Blues. Mm-hmm. So, for anybody yeah. listening who has no idea what we're talking about and is probably thinking it sounds a bit crazy. Uh, the camp high <laughs> is not what we call it's not drugs. <laughs> um, the camp high, yeah, just to specify, it's not that. Uh, the camp high is what we call the feeling you get while you're on camp. You just feel really happy and excited for most of the time. Mm-hmm. And at a Christian camp, you might feel particularly passionate about Jesus and your faith. It's a really great mm-hmm. feeling to be surrounded with people who believe the same thing as you, doing really fun activities and learning from God's word. And then that inevitably leads to the camp blues, which are what we call the feeling you get immediately after camp. You have to leave your friends and go back to normal life, knowing that you won't get Mm -hmm. to go again for another year. I get the camp blues extremely strongly. I don't think there's a year in Madewell that I I haven't cried. (laughs) And I don't get it, but this is good because we can come from different perspectives. You can compare, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, one thing I want to say is... um, it's, it's camp is amazing obviously for like so many different reasons um but one of the biggest I think and why we all love it is because it's so easy to be a Christian there because you're surrounded yeah. by people with the same beliefs and like I don't know about you but I mean I definitely especially when I was at school felt like a sore thumb sticking out of the ground with a little waving yeah. little flag make fun of me <laughs> um yeah. and like it's when, it, when you've gone through that and all that like persecution even at like a young age um and then you get thrown into like a group of people with the same who have gone through the same thing and are your age and understand what you've been through and have the same belief of you that is amazing um so like yeah you do form really close bonds yes I think that's definitely true and I know for me as well I don't think I had it quite as badly as you because I did at least have one other Christian in the year. Um, mm. But it is, it's just a feeling of always feeling like the odd one out in those ways. And then you go to camp yeah. and it's like, these are all people who are like around the same age mm. as me. And they all like, well, most of them at least, it, like the majority of people are are strong <laughs> Christians. And like, particularly when you get yeah. to like your late teenage years, they're all there because they mm. want to be. Um mm. And it's just, yeah, it is such a great feeling. And then that it's the after that that I've only learned like in the last couple of years to deal with a bit better. I think I just used to, I just used to be really upset and then sort of mourn camp for the rest of the year until it rolled around again, which (laughs) isn't the best way to go about it. So what I wanted to talk about was the best ways that we think it is to practically utilize what you've learned at camp and turn the camp highs and the camp blues into a passion for your faith that continues throughout the year so mm. to start us off Jojo what do you think what's your best piece of advice about that if you were to give somebody advice on how to do that um one thing I would say take loads and loads and loads of notes um like when you're at camp and you have a talk or something just take a billion notes on all the talks and everything like that all the tips and tricks um you might have like a few seminars or something on like how to pray or like even maybe how to like continue the camp hype after camp's ended um 
just take loads of notes. One thing that I use, which I find really helpful, is I have a Bible app on my phone, and I you can make like notes on that. Um, yeah. So it means whenever you go through a passage again, um, I can see kind of automatically like what I wrote at a previous date which is really useful because I don't know about you, but I've got a lot of Bibles that are all very different. Um, so it means if I pick up a Bible and like you can't write loads of notes in like all the little cracks and stuff. So it's really useful having that on my phone. So I can just look back at kind of what, oops, sorry, just not to drink over. <laughs> <laughs> so I can look back um, at like what I've put and written and stuff and feel like more enthused. Um, just by myself doing like a little study if I come across a thing or like if I redo like um, the verses that a talk was done on or something like that. Yeah following on from that my thing would be if your camp does booklets keep the booklets (laughs) because (laughs) I've got like a solid space on myself on myself on my shelf where all my Christian (laughs) books are and then next to that I can see it from where I'm sitting I've just got a big like thick stack of all the booklets that I've had from different camps so if you do get given any sort of paper resources don't throw them away like do keep them because I love looking back on them and seeing what I learned and also how Mm. I've grown I think it's really great to see yeah yeah my next piece of advice would be if you weren't already before going into camp make sure that you're stuck into a church and a youth group Mm -hmm. at home yeah because It's like what you said before about being in an environment with Christians can be really beneficial. It can really help you grow. So if you don't have that environment back home, it's really important yeah. to try and get involved. And it would in also that. just be good for like basic mental health as well. Um, just mm. to be surrounded by people that have, you know, like same ideas and same kind of moral code almost as you. Because I know um, with with my friends that would definitely like clash at some points, like to mention like a very big topic, abortion um, and stuff like that. And like uh, maybe like death penalty stuff. Um, yeah. I know if that ever came up in conversation, I would feel really awkward and not really know how to fight my corner. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just like simple stuff like that, which, you know, wouldn't normally come from a conversation. Um, But, yeah, I feel like just having that little group, little pocket of people that, you know, you can talk to, you can go and be like, hey, guys, can you pray for me about this topic? Mm. Um, We've got a group chat for Madewell and our youth group, which uh, our youth group is called Ignite. Um, And we continued meeting together even after it kind of disbanded and we got too old for it. Yeah. Um, You know, like we all just like send little texts being like, can you pray for me on this like topic? And everyone's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. And that sort of thing would be really nice to have. Yeah, it is definitely nice. And also linked to that, like we're not saying you need to have all Christian friends. Like, please do not give up your Mm -hmm. non-Christian friends. Yeah, definitely. Because aside from anything else, it's so important to witness to people who don't have the same faith. Um, Yeah. And obviously you should still value those people and like be really mm-hmm. appreciative of the fact that you're there in your life. But like it can be hard and you're not always mm-hmm. going to agree on everything if you have different beliefs. So it is yeah. nice to have those friends who, yeah. you know, believe the same thing and who you can talk to about it. Yeah. And you can also introduce Jesus in like conversations and maybe one day like they'll pick up on it and ask you questions. Yeah. Because I've been to 
Um, I, I changed schools for sixth form. Um, I don't know what it is in American terms. That's eleventh <laughs> like, and twelfth grade in America. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I changed schools for sixth form. It's like the best decision I ever did because I had a really good, solid group of friends. Um, and during like the first lockdown, I got a text from one of them saying, "Hey, how would I go about like reading the Bible and stuff?" And it was so unexpected. Like I would never, she would be like one of the last people I would expected to really reach out or anything like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, since then we've been doing um, Bible studies together and I've been leading them and like planning. Um, and that's been really, really nice to see and really cool to see. So it's like what you say to like non-Christian friends and other people, like you don't know kind of what impact is having. I always mm. kind of go on about like, you know, like say, say stuff that will like plant little seeds in their mind that will then lead on to like bigger conversations yeah and that links back to camp as well because you can talk to your non-christian non-christian oh my goodness Mm. I can't speak today (laughs) (laughs) non-christian friends about camp I know some of my non-christian friends are probably sick to death of the amount I talk about made well honestly (laughs) but it's good because (laughs) they like they are interested and they will ask me stuff and they Mm. you know they've heard about my friends from camp which is really good um, because, like, you never know, they might end up coming one day, which will be really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I had another piece of advice. Oh, yeah. It was um, <laughs> to make sure that you keep in the routine that you had at camp. So, mm. at camp, you'll be... I'm really re- bad at this. So if you don't <laughs> do it, don't feel guilty. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in camp you'll be in a routine of reading the bible several times a day and I'm not saying that you have to do that Mm. when you're at home but spending some sort of time with God if it's just in prayer or if it's reading the bible or if it's a mixture of the two or going to church going to youth group you know at the moment like having zoom bible studies and stuff like that um, is really is really beneficial and it will help you remember the things that you learned at camp because you will still be studying God's word and wanting to learn from it Mm, yeah that's a good point yeah and you know if you get stuck for ideas about like what to study you can just like go over the studies you did at camp maybe just like take out a few questions if you read through what you've put and then like put it away and then like do it again when you've forgotten everything or something yeah I need to do that actually I want to go through my booklets again because I haven't gone Mm -hmm. through them in ages and it'll be yeah I think all mine are at my old house (laughs) um so yes do you have any more advice or anything else you'd like to say about camps in general yeah I just want to say when you do go to a camp don't assume everyone's a Christian there Mm. um because not everyone is I think we had I mean we had a friend at church who had been going for quite a while um and then she like stopped going to church altogether and she went on Madewell and then never came back so uh I mean that was really hard to see um just kind of full stop um but yeah I would also say like don't be afraid to reach out to people who you can see slipping away it mm-hmm. can be really hard so if they've made up your mind if they've made up their mind sorry um then there's really not much you can do because you know a relationship is a two-way thing um yeah but yeah just let let people know that you know they're there and you can like reach out and stuff and, and keep um, praying for them yeah, maybe, yeah yeah definitely yeah that is definitely really important and also like with friends that you might have from camp you don't get to see very often because they live like quite far away which is the case with a lot of our friends like reach out Mm. to them throughout the year don't just treat them as 
and yeah. like a one week a year friend and like yeah like if they're doing I, we did okay. like a Madewell meetup yeah a few years yeah. ago before um COVID and everything we did a, a Madewell meetup at New Year's so our camp is beginning week of August um and we did a, a Madewell meetup for New Year's so everyone came over to where we live for New Year's and it was amazing it was really cool Just yeah to see everyone again for week I wasn't yeah. there <laughs> Oh, well, you know. oh no. <laughs> no, I know. Well, I yeah. was, and it was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, we can do it again at some point. Yeah, in the after COVID. I know. So I think we're going to wrap it up there. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you've learned something from our experiences with Christian camps and what we've talked about. We're praying that camps can run this summer here in the UK, but if you are in a part of the world where they can run and, you know, bookings already open and things, definitely look into <laughs> ones that you might want to go to if you haven't been to one already. Let us live through you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jojo, for appearing on this episode. Oh, thanks for having me. You're very welcome. And thank you to everyone who listened. I will see you next time.